Hey y'all, this is your host, Bella, with Bella in the City. I'm a lifestyle blogger from Austin, Texas. On my podcast, I'll be talking about different topics like books, dating, travel, food, movies, TV shows, and anything else in between that happens in ATX. So enjoy! Hello, it's me, (laughs) Bella here with Bella in the City. I wanted to record this segment because the last time I recorded it, I broke down in tears. And so now that it's been a couple of days, I feel a lot better about the situation and I'll do a little update at the end. Um, But the other day I came across a post from a friend online where she was talking about a situation where she got ghosted by a friend and she just wanted to know has anybody been through this similar situation where you reach out and they don't you know respond at all they're just silent and so she wrote these quotes and at the end of her post and it just really stuck with me and that's what inspired me to record this podcast so the first one was words can be really cruel but they can't hold a candle to silence And that's very true because, yes, we can hurt people with our words and you can never take them back. But it's worse when you are silent and you don't say anything. So it's like like they say silence is deafening. And then the next quote she wrote was the silent treatment, even if it's brief, activates the interior cingulate cortex, the part of the brain that detects physical pain. The initial pain is the same regardless of whether the exclusion is by strangers close friends or enemies so yeah so this is definitely pretty interesting because it really does feel like physical pain um and i'll explain here in a minute um when when it does happen and even if it's like by a stranger you know or an employer, which I'll get into here in a second. (laughs) Um, And then the third quote, she said, she wrote or whatever she said, but here's the thing about blatantly ignoring someone. Not only is it rude, immature, inconsiderate, cruel, and petty, it's downright emotionally, and open parentheses, and sometimes physically, end parentheses, damaging. And I agree with that, you know, because silence and ignoring somebody it is not very cordial and very, it's not courteous, you know, it's not very kind, you know, and it is rude, it is immature, it's inconsiderate, it's cruel, it's petty as hell, you know, um, and it's very damaging, you know, it kills friendships, it kills relationships, it's just, it's just not good, that's why communication is key, you know what I mean, like, just talk to people, if something bothers you, just talk to them, that's all you gotta do, don't be immature and, and give them the silent treatment because that means that you're just going to be holding on to shit that's going to end up uh, hurting you inside and you could end up, I don't know, having a stomach ulcer or something. You know, like it transpires with how your energy receives that and, and how it, you know, starts rotting you from the inside out. So it's not good. Um, and so the last quote she says, or she wrote, ignoring someone is not an act of love. In fact, it qualifies as abuse. And that, my friends, 
cannot be further from the truth because I totally agree. I feel like it's very hurtful and sometimes it comes out of left field, especially when people that you've known for years do something like this. Um, it, it's just like, really? I can't, I can't believe you're abusing me like this. <laughs> um, and I laugh because it's like uncomfortable for me, but it's the truth, you know, it is, that is abuse. That is what's happening. This person's just not being loving towards me. They're just being hateful, you know? And so the reason why I got emotional the first time I recorded this was, for one, I didn't know how impactful that pain was to where it made me break down in tears and and I was crying. And then I was mad at myself because I was like, I shouldn't be crying over this. You know what I mean? And, And it's like, I'm already happy where I'm at. But at the same time, it's like an effect of pain. You know, you still feel that pain and you're trying to like, get over it, simmer, you know, like, just kind of, like, get your bearings. Sorry, I had to, you know, edit that part, last part, because I live in apartments, and it's really annoying. Sometimes kids, like, drive like idiots here, um, and they screech their tires, and ain't nobody got time for that, you know, least of all me. But anyways, um... <laughs> And sometimes I, 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 par- I get paranoid that they're, you know, freaking crashing into my car because, you know, what was it, last year? Um, I was living on 6th Street and some guy just rammed his car into my Civic as it was parked on the side of the road. And my car was total, you know. Thank God I was not in the car, but that's one of those what the fuck moments. And you're like, I cannot believe this shit happened you know, and not even have any control over it. That's the worst part about it. But anyway, that's a whole podcast for another day. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just took me a minute to kind of process that it really did hurt me that this company went silent on me. And, and I don't think it was the fact that it was just that company it was also other companies that did the same thing. But this one really tore my heartstrings a lot more because they play with me. They told me, you know, the week before I started my new job where I'm at now, hey, we're gonna, we're still deciding and we'll let you know on Friday. And then I don't hear from them at all. And Labor Day comes. And then I still don't hear from them the rest of the week, you know, which was last week. And I'm happy where I'm at, you know, thank God they didn't choose me. But I still felt like, really, you guys couldn't be professional and at least send me a rejection letter, you know, so so that's why I wanted to re-record it because I felt like it was really drawn out and too long. And also, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but my dog was in the background and it was just crazy. But, um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up about that situation. You know, there are situations, unfortunately, that do happen where we are ignored, you know, and it's uncalled for. And, you know, if that's happened to you, feel free to give me a shout and call in and let me know. And for the next segment, I'm going to talk about friendships. And then I'm going to do an update at the very end. Um, so that way it could all go together, if that makes sense. Ooh, all right. So I feel better now. <laughs> so this um, segment here, I just want to talk about friends who have ignored 
me recently. And, of course, I've done my fair share of ignoring people. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't do that, you know. But um, recently, um, I have a friend that got married. And um, what's funny is that we actually had dinner a couple months ago. We were talking about her wedding and we were having dinner or whatever. And, um, she didn't, I mean, during dinner, I I told her like, you know, there's been times where people I was sort of close to did not invite me to their wedding. And it was really weird. Um, you know, one, one example (laughs) is, uh, I have a friend that lives in Houston and I've been friends with her for over 10 years. And, um, she has a sister, little sister or whatever. And, um, let's, let's call her M, right? That's that's her, her name starts with an M. So let's just call her M. So M, you know, gets married or engaged or whatever. And then that year that she's getting married, she invites, she uh, invites, she asked me if I can stay at, she can, I can even talk. If she can stay at my place because her future uh, sister-in-law was thinking about going to school at UNT. This is when I lived in Dallas. And, um, I had told her, yeah, definitely, y'all can come stay here, you know, for the day or whatever, you have somewhere to lay your head down, you know, so I told her she could stay with me, and they both stay with me or whatever, and we're talking about her wedding, and I was like, I'm excited, you know, because I thought for sure, I knew her whole entire family, you know, like her sister, whose name also starts with an M, let's just call her Bigger M, I don't know, (laughs) um, so bigger M, you know, she's like my ride or die. Like we we have the same birthday, you know. We met during my audition to American Idol when I went to Houston, and I only knew her through a mutual friend, and so we hit it off. So me and bigger M hit it off, and then I ended up meeting her little sister, little M or whatever. So I knew her, her their mom. I knew their dad. You know, her, her, when I would come over, um, for the weekend, I would always hang out with her family, you know, so they all knew me, her nephews, nieces, everybody. So I felt like I was part of their family. Cause it was like, I felt like it was just a, a warm embrace. Like, I don't know if that's, you know, the Mexican culture sometimes, I don't know, but they're, they're from Texas, but they're Mexican, you know, ethnicity or whatever. And, um, so I always felt welcomed by them and I loved hanging out with them and everything. So anyway, so little M finally comes to visit me and she stays over with her, with, with her uh, future sister-in-law. And that was like in the spring. And I guess she got married in the fall or something. I can't even remember. It was so long ago, but she didn't invite me to the wedding. And I was hurt because I was like, dude, I know your entire family. I'm like best friends with your older sister and you could not invite me to your wedding. So that really hurt me. Um, and we did talk about it at her sister's wedding because Bigger M got married uh, three years ago in Galveston. And it's funny because I haven't seen her family in a long time. And when I went to the wedding, they all remembered me. They were like, oh, my God, Bella, how are you? It's been so long. <laughs> um, so it was cool because I was like, yeah, you guys know me like I'm almost part of the family. Um, and that's another thing too. Like I wanted to see her family. So for her not to invite me to her wedding and I've known them for like years, you know, 
and and she stayed at my place, you know, like I was like, dude, that is not cool. Like at least, okay, I get it if people have budget stuff, you know, that they want to keep on a budget, but at least invite the person, you know, because sometimes things come up and you can't make it to somebody's wedding, but at least having the respect for them that you care about them and you at least send an invite, you know, like, Hey, I want you to come to my wedding. And you know, it's not like I have kids. It's not like I have a plus one. It's just me. (laughs) Um, but whatever. So we talked about it at her bigger sister's wedding and she said, Bella, it was not personal. There were some people that I was actually related to that I didn't even invite to my wedding. And I was like, I get it, but um, I, I can't deny that it still hurt, you know, because you had just stayed at my place a couple months ago, you know, so it was just like a slap in the face. And so I had shared this with my friend who just got married this year and over dinner and told her, yeah, this shit happened to me. And, I'm, and I asked her, I, I'm invited to your wedding, right? And she said, yeah. Well, this friend of mine who said, yeah, I'm invited to her wedding, went ahead and got married did not invite me to the wedding. And <laughs> I don't know, like, it's just like, I get it if people have budget, you know, like, oh, you know, you can only invite so many people. And, and, you know, if you if you're not married, or, if, you know, if you don't have a couple, it, it's kind of, it's going to be like, you're an odd number, you know, comparing like when you see people like, oh, this person's gonna have to be at this table by themselves, you know, like, I get it, like the semantics of it. Um, of not inviting a single person that's single, but for her to tell me, yes, I'm invited. Like she told me to my face, yes, I'm invited. And then not invite me. It's like, dude, are you serious? I mean, I would have appreciated her to at least reach out prior to the wedding to let me know, Hey Bella, I'm sorry. I won't be able to invite you. Cause I had so many people that I had to invite that unfortunately I won't be able to invite you to my wedding. I hope that that's not going to affect our friendship or anything. That would have been a nice thing for her to do. But did she do that? No, she did not. She ignored me. She just went silent on me. Because actually prior to her wedding, I had texted her like, hey, are you in town? You know, because we both now live in Austin. But I don't know if she still lives here. When You know, once she got married, I don't know if she's living in Dallas or Houston or whatever, Austin. But I texted her, are you going to, are you going to be in town? Are you back here from your trip? Um, and she didn't respond to me at all. Um, so I thought, okay, um, fine, you know, ignore me (laughs) because maybe they just don't have the words to be able to communicate, uh, what's really going on. And, at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I thought we were, you know, better friends than that. Like, I've known this girl for at least five, six years. And for her to just go silent on me, I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't know what I what I did to her for her to do that. Um, but it just looks really bad, especially when she still looks at my Instagram stories every day almost, you know. And I'm just kind of like. Okay, I don't understand how you want to keep up with me on social media, yet you don't. You can't even respond to a text. 
a simple innocent text i even wished her a happy birthday and everything and she couldn't even respond back to me on a simple question you know because i was gonna see if we could talk in person and maybe maybe that's why she ignored me because she probably didn't want to be like no i can't or whatever because she probably knew that i wanted to talk to her about hey, I know you're not going to invite me to your wedding, um, so, you know, let's have that talk, right? Um, it's just weird. It's, it's just really weird. I really have no words um, because I don't know the full situation. I haven't talked to her. But, um, but I mean, I will say that it, it does hurt because it's like I understand if we've grown apart because, you know, our lives take us different places in our lives, Um, but that doesn't mean that you just don't talk to your friend at all, you know? Um, and and then you, you're sending a weird message by keeping up with them on social media. And it's like, if I'm not good enough for me to be your friend, then why are you trying to keep up with me on social media? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just sending the wrong message altogether. But I do have another friend who decided to remove me from her social media um, because she's, I don't know. I, she didn't tell me why she removed me or we didn't have any type of argument or any. We haven't even talked, to be honest. But um, I think maybe she finally noticed um, that I wasn't looking at her stories. This is, and let's just switch to her name because um that way you guys don't get confused um but let's just call her I don't know let's call her Maddie or something um I was thinking about um that girl from Euphoria oh I can't even say it Euphoria on HBO um um, not that she looks like her or anything but I just like that character (laughs) um So anyway, let's call her Maddie. So Maddie, um, you know, used to look at all my Instagram stories all the time, but she started noticing that I stopped looking at hers because last year um, it was my birthday and we had even talked a couple months before that where she even said she was going to come visit me in Austin. And I was like, cool, like maybe we can do something for my birthday. Well, when my birthday came around, she knew it was my birthday because, um, of course she was looking at my stories and I was put, you know, I was putting that my job gave me a birthday balloon at my job. And I, you know, I was like, obviously everybody knew it was my birthday and she didn't even reach out. She didn't text me. Nothing. No happy birthday. Yet that day she had time to write on her Facebook wall. Oh my God, my brother got engaged. <laughs> and, um, I was just like, really, dude? Um, I thought we were better friends than that. You know, and that's the thing with these friends is like, maybe I'm crazy. Um, I thought we had a better friendship than that. Um, but I guess not. I mean, it's just weird. And then ever since she did that to me, I was like, that that was wrong. Because how are you going to tell me you're going to come visit me for my birthday? or whatever, you know, mention it, and then you just go silent on my actual birthday. 
when I already like wished you a happy birthday when your birthday came around. So it's just weird, you know? So I stopped looking at her stories and then I guess finally she caught on like four or five months later and then she finally stopped following me. But what's funny is that she still listens to my podcast because um, one of my friends, I had mentioned her like, oh yeah, she has this podcast too. And she had told me, hey, she actually is writing, she's sharing on her podcast about talking about sex. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And she's like, yeah, and she's doing it around the same time that you did your episode about Sex in the City. And I was like, okay, so obviously she's still listening to my podcast. Um, oh, yeah, but let me back up a little bit because something happened on Anchor. I, oh, yeah, so I started uploading on Anchor, I think it was in July of this year, you know. And so I had noticed that she had liked one of my segments like she clapped or whatever. And so I clicked on it and then I found out it was her podcast. And so I started listening to her podcast and I clapped back, you know, on her segment. I was like clapping. And so I thought maybe that was her reaching out to me. Like, like everything's cool now. I don't know. I was just being optimistic. <laughs> and so 4th of July came and I texted her. I, I told her, hey, this is my new, hey, Maddie, this is my new number. You know, happy 4th of July. She didn't respond at all. Like, usually she would have been like, oh, thanks, you too, or something. But no, she didn't respond at all. So then I started thinking, oh, shit, well, maybe she accidentally clapped on my episode. Because <laughs> that can happen on Anchor, you know. You accidentally click on the little clappy hands and you're like, oops, you know, I clapped and I didn't mean to. And then I noticed that she blocked my podcast. So I was like, okay, that's really extra because... You know, if I wanted to, I could listen to her on Spotify, but I don't because after that happened, I was like, okay, well then I'm really going to cut you off and I'm not going to listen to your podcast, even though it was kind of interesting. Um, you know, so I was just like, okay, well, I get the message now. I got the memo. So anyway, it's just one of those things that I'm just like, I thought we were better friends than that, you know, because anytime we will go out. People always thought we were sisters. We even have the same name, sort of, because my name is her. My middle name is her name, her first name. So we both share a name, and we had a really cool friendship, I thought. But um, I don't know why she just didn't wish me happy birthday. It's like, it's not that hard. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, I didn't do anything to her for her to act so indifferent and and so hateful because I feel like that's hateful you know not to wish somebody a happy birthday when you had just talked to me a couple months before so it's just consistency people if you are not going to be consistent with your friends and you're just going to pick and choose when you want to talk to them that's not right you know because people deserve the best um you know like treat people how you would like to be treated if that's not how you want your friends to treat you then don't turn around and do that to them you know so, yeah, so I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't know why Maddie's so mad. I mean, not mad, but she's just, like, acting so indifferent. And it's like, I didn't do anything to you, dude. And um, my friend that, you know, that that kind of knows everything that's going on, Saha or whatever, she's just like, dude, I think she might be jealous of you because why else would she act like that? And I was like, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> 
But um, I don't know why, but it's just unfortunate and it's hurtful. And like that quote said, it's a form of abuse, you know, when somebody treats you like that. It's uh, it's very damaging. Um, so I'm just kind of like, all right, well, I get it. And I don't have any animosity towards her, really, or my other friend who got married and didn't invite me to the wedding this year. It's just, you know, people can only meet you you know they can only give you what they're willing to give and if they have nothing to give to you or your friendship then that's why they just dip out like that you know because they just have so much shit going on that any kind of um investing of energy that they would have to give for a friendship they just don't have it in them anymore and that's fine you know i i understand you know people's life takes you different places and you know, your priorities change, but that does not mean that you should just outright ignore somebody, you know, because I've had friends that would text me and I would never ignore them, like straight up. I would never straight up ignore them unless they have done something to hurt me. Like in that case, Maddie did not reach out to me on my birthday out of the blue. So I guess what, then I went ahead and removed you know the temptation or whatever of keeping up with her through social media by looking at her stuff because I was just like okay well then that's what's gonna happen because there's a consequence to everything that you put out there into the universe if you're gonna ignore people you can't expect them to be your friend still because now you fucked up now the friendship is done you know what I mean like it's over and what's funny is that even though they know they fucked up the friendship, it's like they still want the friendship because they're still trying to keep up with you. <laughs> that's that's what I don't get. I really I really don't get it. And it's like, what? It's not that hard to just pick up the phone and be like, hey, let's talk about this, you know? Because guarantee you, if a guy would do that to them that they're dating, they would be pissed too. They would be like, okay, well, I don't want to hear from you again. But, you know, I'm not a guy. I'm not dating them or anything. So, and that's what I think is sad about women friendships, too, is that they don't value a female friendship enough to have communication and, like, try to work things out. They much rather value a male type, uh, you know, a love interest type of relationship rather than a female friendship, like, like, also, when I think about, like, arguments I've had with one of my good friends, we will have one disagreement or one big argument, and automatically they'll be like, have a nice life. And I'm like, really? You're going to end our friendship over one argument? Like, come on, dude. Like, can you back it up a little bit? Let's talk about this and move on, you know, not completely cut each other off our lives just because of one argument. I feel like women are less forgiving to each other where they are not willing to give you another chance and when they date a guy they'll give him a hundred million chances you know but a woman to woman relationship they just they're very uh intolerant you know what I mean that's the best word I can describe is very intolerant where maybe they'll give you one or two chances but then the friendship can never be the same 
because you've had so many tiffs with with this friendship that after two or three you know arguments then they're done with your friendship and it's like really I just think that's unfortunate and I wish that more females would allow themselves to be vulnerable and hey own up to your shit you know what I mean if you're upset about something I did then pick up the fucking phone and let me know not this passive aggressive behavior where you're still keeping up with me uh it's like it's pointless you know because I know y'all fucking miss me you bitches are probably listening to this podcast right now (laughs) no I'm being dramatic but you're not a bitch, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to be all like little ghetto. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just ridiculous to me. And it's unfortunate that female friendships can't hold for a long time because of petty bullshit like this. It's petty. That's what it is. It's very, very fucking petty. And like, I have one good friend that I talk to her like regularly, like at least every week. And she lives in California. You know, she's the one I went to go visit in San Francisco in April. And we, we ourselves have one big argument and we usually don't argue at all. We just had one big fight like a couple months ago. And she, she did want to end the friendship because that's how angry she was at me. But I took a step back and I tried to, you know, give her some space, give myself some space. And then I finally, I I even wrote her an email (laughs) because I felt like a text is not going to be enough for me to convey what's going on with me. And so I went the extra mile because that's what I do with my friends. Like I go the extra mile for my, for my people. I wrote her a long ass email and I told her where I was coming from, you know, how sorry I am that things got out of, you know, you know, got out of hand or whatever the hell happened. And I told her where I was coming from. Once I did that, she actually wrote me back. She didn't ignore me. She wrote me back and she was like, you know what? I appreciate you, you know, giving me some perspective and yeah, we can move on from this and thank God because she's like my best friend, you know? And, um, so it's just, um, and of course she is inviting me to her fucking wedding. <laughs> She's not engaged yet, but, um, her boo thing. Hey, Adam, <laughs> he actually, uh, listens to my podcast sometimes. Um, so, um, she told me I'm definitely invited to her fucking wedding. So at least I know that our friendship is thriving because she's like my ride or die. You know, we, we each go through our things that we go through but we still keep our friendship going no matter what and so those are the people that I want in my life to keep being in my life who even if we don't share the same same zip code you know she's across the country we still talk to each other almost every day you know and we don't let petty bullshit get in the way of all the years of friendships you know that we've had so anyways this dog is just driving me crazy I don't know if you've you hear him in the background but um I didn't mean to ramble but uh if you listen this far you're amazing thank you <laughs> but you know just wanted to turn it over to you guys how do you feel about female friendships if you're a female how do you feel about your friends in your life if have they done that to you you know how do you deal with that um do you try to reach out 
you know, like I did with that little text message, like, hey, happy 4th of July. And then you get, you know, crickets. Um, like, how do you deal with something like that? Because I will say, you know, I understand that, you know, when people are busy and they have their own life going on, you know, things fall by the wayside. Maybe it has to be the friendships that fall by the wayside. But I just feel like it's just really hurtful, you know, and I will say that it hurt me that my friend didn't invite me to the wedding and it's hurting, it's hurting me that my friend who I didn't even have a fight with just ghosted me, didn't wish me a happy birthday. And then she still keeps up with my stuff. It's like, really? Like, I don't get it. Like, why don't you just pick up the phone and, and let's talk, you know, let's hash it out. Uh, Cause trust me, I don't like confrontation. <laughs> I don't, but if it's where it's going to get us to a resolution, then that's worth it. Even if we're not going to end up being friends anymore, at least we had that talk. We had that closure. But honestly, I feel like both of these women are not in a place in their life where they have that type of mentality where they're willing to cross the bridge and, you know, hand me an olive branch. They're not anywhere near that. And, and that's fine. Um, because it is what it is. Maybe their life has taken them an entirely different path where that's not a priority for them. But all, at the same time, it's like, damn, well, we'll be consistent then. If you don't want to be my friend, don't look at my social media. It's that fucking simple. Um, because all it does is it just makes me wonder, why are you still looking at my shit? I don't get it. You're not being consistent. If you're wanting to remove me from your life, you're not doing it wholeheartedly. You're half-assing it at this point. So after this podcast, if you guys are listening, then it would be nice if you give me a call or an email or what, however way you want to communicate, you know, let me know what's going on because at least we can have closure. You know, maybe we're not meant to be friends anymore in this time of our lives, but at least, you know, some closure would be, would be nice. But you know, I'm going to be honest. I think it's shitty. It sucks that you guys took this path, but it is what it is. Maybe it's not personal. Maybe I need to like not read too much into it, but like that quote was saying, um, it's rude. It's inconsiderate. You know, it's just not right. You know? So if you guys can sleep at night, by all means, keep doing that. I know I've done everything that I needed to do on my end, so that I can go ahead and be able to sleep at night very peacefully. So it's not hurting me anything at all because I know I don't treat people that way. I make sure I reach out to my friends. I email my friend whenever we had a tiff. I emailed her because I had to make sure I, I was able to hit the points that I needed to because sometimes you can't talk to that person over the phone. It's better just to do it in writing. You know what I mean? So that's what I did. But, um... And we're still friends to this day because we're at least on the same level, like same mentality, like where we value each other's friendship. Maybe you guys don't value my friendship and that's fine. But um, at the same time, it, it just sucks that you allow people to be in your life and you feel a certain way about them, but then they don't feel the same way about you. You know what I mean? So it's almost like a, what is it called? Um unrequited love type of thing but like the other way around where it's not like of course not romantic love or anything but that's how it feels it feels like unrequited friendship and that's 
probably what I'm going to call this segment here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, I already said my piece. I feel so much better now that I finally addressed this because it was kind of a big elephant in the room for a little bit. And I'm glad that the universe allowed me to see that quote today. And it led me to finally say what what I'm feeling about this because it sucks. And I hope that, you know, if you guys are also my listeners, if you're going through something like that, you know, all I can say is just try to forgive them on your own because that's what I had to do. I forgave them even though I didn't get any type of response uh, or I'm sorry. I already forgave these people, you know, because I don't want to keep living my life holding on to resentment or feelings that really have no, no, they don't help me. They have no fruitful outcome at all. So I forgave them. So I advise for you to do the same, forgive whoever hurt you and, you know, feel free to call in and let me know how it happened or, or what happened or what the situation was. And maybe you're going through it yourself and you haven't gotten to that forgiveness part yet. But um, but we're here to help each other. So if you would like to call in, do some my Anchor podcast. Um, I don't know if you can call in through other venues. Um, like, I don't know if you can call in through Spotify. I don't think you can. But anyways, thanks for listening. And I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your, of your weekend. Um, it is pretty much midnight now, so whatever's left of your weekend. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah, and I forgot that I wanted to talk about dating, like when you go silent and ghost somebody. Because let's be honest, I have done my share of going silent on somebody, but it was for the sake of moving on. Because that situation no longer served me. And most recently I had to go silent on my ex. Because he recently um, relapsed. And it was pretty weird. Because the last time I talked to him. It was like I wasn't really able to talk to him. Talk to him. It was like I was talking to somebody else completely different. um, Because he was not sober. So... I had to block his number because he was calling me like at three and four in the morning. He called me like five, six times and I had it on do not disturb. So I don't know why my phone decided to finally let this call go through, but it woke me up and he was like, Hey, can I see you? I was like, no dude, it's four or five o'clock in the morning. I'm blocking you. And he's like, are you serious? I just hung up. I hung up because I was like, I am not, like, how rude to interrupt my sleep, for one. <laughs> and two, you are not in a good place. You are letting your addiction eat you up. And it's sad. It's really fucking sad. So, um, so I had to, I had to, like, pull the plug on that real quick. And, um, I'm glad I did. I hope that he's in a better place I hope that he's getting help I hope that he's actually going to rehab I have no idea if he is but he's no longer my problem you know because it's just another reminder of why we cannot be together because he cannot 
stay sober to save his life and it's sad um so yeah I had to do that because it was a situation where it was the right thing to do you know so I think in some cases it it is the right thing to do to go silent on somebody um which I don't know that sounds kind of like I'm totally contradicting myself but in this situation it was I had to do it um for my own like sanity because I know that I'm very caring and a very um caring person basically so I just feel like if I wouldn't have done that I would have been tempted to help him and you know right now my focus was to get a fucking job and and it's not to worry about somebody else who's you know given into their devices so it was hard though I mean I, I will say it wasn't an easy thing because I do care about him and I worry and I hope that he made the right choice but I still don't know anything at all. Like, I don't know if he's okay. I don't know anything. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's been some cases where guys have ghosted me and, you know, it's whatever. So it's a good thing they did because they weren't the one. And so I just feel like with dating, you know, it's, it's something that happens a lot when you go on first dates actually like a a month and a half ago I talked to this guy on the phone that I met on POF and he ghosted me already because after that one talk on the phone we talked for like an hour he ghosted me like right after that because I had texted him the next day like hey I had a good talk with you blah 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 and he responded but it just didn't seem like he was engaging that much and so I just stopped texting him because I was like okay well the ball's in your court you're the guy you need to like, you know, contact me or whatever. But he didn't. So I'm I'm guessing he's probably dating somebody, you know. So it's like, okay, well, if I'm not going to be your priority, then I don't even care to talk to you. So it's fine. Um, But, you know, when you date somebody for like a little bit and they ghost you, it hurts. You know, I'm not going to lie. So, because everybody at least would like closure, you know, like, to know the whole situation. Like, well, what happened, you know? But, um, anyways, I don't even know if I'll, I guess I'll go ahead and add this to the podcast. But I I thought about leaving it as a draft. Um, but anyways, that's just what happens. And if you want to call in and give me your two cents about. When you've been ghosted or you ghosted somebody, you know, let's hear it. It's okay. We're in a safe space. No judging. You know, I'm not going to sit here and judge you. Um, because I feel like we all have our reasons why we do certain things. And especially when it comes to a, to- a toxic relationship like the one I, that I was in with this ex. Um, you just have to jump ship, you know the boat was sinking like really really fast like titanic (laughs) um anyways so that's just my take on on it and i'm gonna i'm gonna go to bed here soon because i'm tired but i will talk to you guys on the next podcast 
So that wraps up my episode. I just want to thank you guys for listening, especially if you listened the first time when I recorded the first segment uh, a few days ago and I re-recorded it tonight without the emotions. <laughs> um, but um, And I did decide not to send them a note. I think I mentioned that in the last episode that I, or whatever, that I re-recorded over. I was, I was thinking of messaging that employer and saying, hey, that's not cool. You guys need to get your shit together and don't play people like that. I don't want to give them that much power, you know, over me. It's it's fine. I'm happy with where I'm at. Um, I'm actually really happy at my job and I love my coworkers and we're about to move into a new office next month and and then I'll get to bring Monroe to work because um, they allow dogs to come to work on scheduled days of the week. So I can't wait for everybody to meet my dog. That's going to be pretty interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see how that pans out. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to Bella in the City. And I'll catch you guys on the next podcast. <laughs>